about primetime too. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> wow! Mix both of them. <laughs> prime, yeah, yeah. Prime no. two, prime number two. Is that coming out soon? Or what? Now we're up? doing primetime now. It's gonna be prime. prime I was, I was literally thinking about like doing everything with ending with prime. Prime, prime time. Slime. Slime time. Slime time. Slime time. One time. Lime time. It's album based off limes. It's a Jamaican, it's a Caribbean. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Caribbean oh, sound of beat. Oh, dance hall, dance hall. Beanie Man's on it? Oh, yeah. That's a drum I got to hear, hey. What camera can I look at? Any camera? Any camera? Yo. That's the main? Cool. I got you. Ready? Action. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. We have a special one today. As you can see, we have a special, special guest. We only see like once every blue moon. He goes by the name of Manny Megs, and we're here with the Grime Time interview. Yes. Yo, how you feeling? Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed? <laughs> Overwhelmed. I like, I really felt like I should have like hired some kind of like helper, like assistant, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Like the merch, the music part of it, the release part of it, post-release, video, like it's it's so much to handle, but that's, that's the life I choose, you know? <laughs> right. So I just got to take it. And we're going to get into all that good stuff. We're going to talk about the process of starting with the album and now with the release coming up soon. So I have Daniela ask the first question for us. Okay. So what was the inspiration behind Grime Time? Um, like my mental state kind of. <laughs> like kind of just like um, just where I was at mentally. Like I kept just, I think it was... It was my first time living alone, mm. so um, I kept having these thoughts of, like, when my house got broken into beforehand and, like, what would happen if someone broke into my house now? And, like, you know, when you have, like, a a house, it's different. And, and when you're alone in it, it's kind of, like, it's kind of, you kind of start getting, like, nightmares about that shit when, when you've been through it already, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, it, it was a new city. Like, it, it was just, it was so much I had built up. And then just also just years of, like, traumatic shit that I kind of just flipped into attack mode on those feelings. Okay. So, like, that's why I kind of, like, instead of, like, doing some kind of, like, sad album, I flipped it and kind of more so, like, embraced that feeling. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, this album sounds a lot different than Prime. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Got it. 
Yeah, so this album is completely different from Prime, and like you can, you said you went to a different mental state um, at that time. But how did you were you able to flip it? Prime was purely off the energy of like me and Amazing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like that. It was just like it was purely that energy. Like when we met up, it was just like that's how we felt when we were around each other. Right. Very. Very upbeat, very soulful, like, um, and also that was kind of my sound up until now, right? Mm-hmm. So like, when I started making beats, I started with lo-fi, and then I went into like soulful boom bap shit, and I kept going with that into prime. This time it was, it was I just felt like every 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 big artist like changes their sound consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think I felt like it was just time for me to change. Like it was coming up on like one year of me doing music. Mm. So I felt like, all right, like it's, it's time to evolve into something else now, you know, definitely. And then a year from now, it's going to be time to evolve into something else. That's kind of like how I felt about music. So I I was like, all right, let me just flip this in a whole different Mm -hmm. direction, you know, and like challenge my listener, not just, not just do something that's like kind of like microwavable, not not make something and then be like and I, in a week I'm dropping this like I I can't do that like because yeah. it's my art and I'm fully invested into it and I don't care if it's one person or a million people like it's my art like it's right. always going to be the same so I care I really care about like my art so that's why I felt like all right I have to challenge the listener at this point and right. completely change the sound yeah and and it's it's worked <laughs> like yeah. people haven't even heard the project and it's it's kind of like taking on a life of its own so yeah i felt like i made made a good move off off changing my sound yeah um yeah you definitely did thank you sir how did you pick um who you were going to feature with mm. <sighs> um it was kind of based off uh, people that I wanted to hear music like that from. Like, I, wa- I always wanted to hear Cash on some shit like that. I always mm-hmm. wanted to hear... Um, I always wanted to hear Spiritual and Ray on some shit like that. Um, it, it was just based off that. It wasn't like I haven't worked with them yet. Like, there's so many people I haven't worked with that I wanted to work with, but they just... I felt like they wouldn't fit this. Like I, and mm-hmm. this was the first time I had to cut songs off an album. Wow, which is so tough for me because I had a track with Tommy Will, uh, Marley being amazing on one track altogether. Mm. Wow, and it was it's such a dope track. <laughs> it just doesn't fit the project. And like mm-hmm. being about your art comes comes with its consequences. You know, mm-hmm. like being so about your art, you, you have to make bad decisions like that. So. Yeah. I mean, not bad, but just like necessary decisions that like are harsh to 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 realize. Because you've been sitting on it so long, you're like, I just want to drop this. Like, yeah, I just wanted to be part and, of the project. And like, and that's also a thing too is like having having music, like holding on to music for so long and not dropping it, you kind of get tired of it. Yeah. So it's that's like really a test of like someone's someone's musical taste is like. Mm-hmm. If if you can still bring yourself back to that sound it, without changing it, because I wanted to change it so many times, mm. but I had to keep telling myself like, no, this is what I'm going after. I have to, I have to finish it out. 
and and even if that means like cutting some of the best songs out of it like that's what it has to be right i've i cut six songs out of this project oh wow yeah for somebody that doesn't cut music that (laughs) you're like and if i cut it i release it right so now like this is my first time sitting on music. it's just like on a vault yeah it's different it's different that's crazy what um musical influences were you listening to while prepping for this album um a lot of just weird music a lot of like like i'd come across samples and not even want to sample them i'd just take that as inspiration Mm. a lot of a lot of european synthesizer shit okay a lot of um a lot of like I'm no matter what project I'm into, like Hiatus Coyote always fits mm-hmm. like whatever I'm going for because they're just the definition of like super artistic music. Mm. So it was like Europe European, like older synthesizer music, hi, hiatus coyote and 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 kind of like to Pimple Butterfly a little bit. Okay. Yeah, like in the narration aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, I like, I always try to, I always try to make things so logical and shit mm-hmm. and I just can't. It's all just a feeling. So when I try to explain the feeling, like it's, it never, it never happens because like art just comes out of emotion, you know? Yeah, like I definitely. can't, I can't tell you like, I picked this person because they do this well and and i picked this sample because it fits like you know like i right. i just can't i literally cannot do it so everything this whole album's based off purely emotion there was no logic in it there was no there was no structure to it right it, and it seems structured but there's no structure to it like everything was kind of just organically put together mm-hmm. and that's i think those are the best albums yeah, yeah. No, I, so, I was about to say that's that kind of how it went i didn't really put too i didn't go too methodical with it that's right. more so the rollout <laughs> shit that i'm like that was not the music exactly mm-hmm. yeah and what was the japanese behind it um you mean like like why did you pick it for the screening like the oh, um, track list so I have a Japanese artist on the project, um, and this was my first time working with, well, not the first time, but my first time working with someone that, that there was like a language barrier. Mm. So I felt like it was really dope to kind of embrace that part of it um, because this was, it was just something I never thought would happen. Like I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd work with like a, a Japanese artist only rapping in Japanese, you know? Right. <laughs> but like... It kind of that kind of like took that kind of took me into a certain aesthetic that I really liked, mm-hmm. and I kind of just stuck with it. Yeah. So speaking of like the Japanese artist, like, was there? A, how did his song fit the the track list? Would you know, you say? it's so funny. I still don't think it fits, <laughs> but um, I don't think it fits in the way of like sonically. Okay. But I think it fits in the way of attitude wise. Okay. Like he comes on the track with the same uh, presence as like the rest of the guys do. Okay. So I think that was like, I think that was really important for me. Like, and, and this was the first time that it was the first time, like this project was the first time for so many things, but it was mm-hmm. the first time that I had to pick and choose shit. Right. And, 
that one I couldn't let go of. Like, You're like I just nah. I could not. It, one, it's 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 dope, you know. Oh, yeah. but that was that's not the main reason. The main reason is just because it felt right. Like mm-hmm. it felt right just leaving it in there because it's a shift sonically. So yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit, but it has certain characteristics that would fit the rest of the project. Right. You know, like the other ones didn't at all. Mm-hmm. This one is different, but in its own way that fits the project. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I remember when you played it for us, it was kind of like, do you know what he's saying? He's like, nah, but it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. He's like, it's my beat, so it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, and, and, and it's funny because when he sent me his lyrics, like he like I asked him if he could um, translate them. Okay. And and they're really dope, actually. Like they? It's, yeah, it's very... It's very uh, there's a lot of like symbolism and shit. Okay. And a lot of Japanese like culture inside of it. That's dope. Yeah. I'm I'm super happy about that track. Like it's one of my favorites. And how did that connection come about? Um, so I was on Instagram and uh so at the, so this was like before Prime. Okay. Um I had an MPC two thousand XL mm-hmm. and it's it's like that's known as being like a not super old machine, but it's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So I needed, um, I wanted to find, I wanted to find someone that could uh, change out like the floppy disk drive for like mm-hmm. an SD disk drive, mm-hmm. and um, and so I just went on Instagram looking for someone that could do it. Okay, I found someone that could do it, and then on their profile they had a Japanese producer on it, mm. and they were like, um, he's working with it great, like it looks great, check him out went to check him out and he was really really dope so i followed him and so he released this track with the guy that's on the project okay and i like was like yo this is crazy <laughs> it was the same feeling that that like woo gives me okay or like that like it was that, that powerful that yeah, movie like it was just straight like he has presence on a track mm-hmm. and you don't know what he's saying but like you just know it's impactful because of his delivery right you know? so i had to like i had to be like yo i need you on a track <laughs> and he was super open to it like he was like yeah i fuck with your shit and and the dms kind of went about like um i was like blessed enough that he either is transcribing it into english and then sending sending it to me or mm. he knows a little bit of english i'm not sure yet right <laughs> but, um but yeah, like he's super dope. He's That's super dope. dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, what was your thought process behind the individual merch ideas? Mm. I just want to be different, you know. <laughs> like that most of that most of the shit I do is like I just don't I wanna do something that's like I just wanna do something that's like timeless, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that someone someone is going to be like, yo, oh, Manny Megs did that already, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and not in, like, a cocky way or a fucked up way, just, like, like I want to be the leader of a of a different era. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like right now, Tucson's in, like, a new era of music. Definitely. And, and I want to be able to lead that, you know? Mm-hmm. So the shit I'm doing with my rollouts, with my merch, with... Your collaborations. Collaborations with, like just the different shit that I'm doing with this project and, and moving forward. Like I want it, I want that to be like the mark. Like you have to meet this mark or mm-hmm. you can't really do shit else. Like your, your shit's going to be whack if you don't do that. Cause now I'm making everyone work. 
Right. You know, like now, like you have to come out with some dope shit mm-hmm. or, or you're just going to get left behind. Definitely. And that's ultimately going to push Tucson to be like, okay, I care about the quality of an album rollout. I care about the quality of merch. I care about the quality of music. Mm-hmm. And that's only just going to elevate us. So I'm not saying no one's done it before because right. it's been done before, but like, I'm just here to take it to a new level mm-hmm. and bring my, my people with me, you know, right. like, like tell them like, yo, it's, if you need help with the rollout, just hit me. Mm-hmm. If you need help with like some beats, just hit me. Like it's, this is all done for Tucson. It's not really for me. Like, I really just want to put Tucson in a different place. Definitely. Yeah. It's pretty cool because seeing you collab with, like, Cash, hearing you cl- yeah. collab with Marley, and, like, how they're so willing to be, like... Because technically, they would be considered, like, the older generation, the older era mm-hmm. of music. But then being able to be like, yo, this this kid Manny is, like, that dude. So for him to, like... Just to have that like collaboration going on is like big, it's huge. Bro, <laughs> I like I told I tell Cash this every time I talk to him, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, I used to listen to you in high school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. So to me, like dude, I, I just I had to, like Yeah. That and it's so funny because when I was first sending Cash beats, they were like weird shit. Like, yeah. it, like it wasn't it was me trying to like find the grime time sound Mm -hmm. so by the time i found it everything was cool right but like before that it was like whoa (laughs) you know what i mean like i listened back to those beats the other day and they were like weird (laughs) and uh it's so it's it's just nice to like be able to have that now i can say like i have a slapper with cash Mm -hmm. like i i have some shit with marley i have some shit with tommy like Mm -hmm. and and it feels good because they're, they are the older generation, but they prove my point right. of, like, Boom Bap never left. Mm-hmm. Like, Boom Bap was here in Cash's era. Right. Boom Bap was here in Tommy's era. Mm-hmm. And, like, Boom Bap's going to just continue to stay. And I'm bringing a new era of, like, being a producer, like I can get all of these rappers and bring them in back to one era, yeah, and just start a new era with that sound. Facts. So that's 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 what I'm going for, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'm not I'm not here just leasing beats or and no, like this oh, is shit. not to to press anyone doing that because I respect it, but like. I'm just on a whole different thing now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do the normal shit anymore. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, I want to test the boundaries of shit and see how far I can go. And I really think like all the rappers involved with this project, like really, really, really helped me do it. Cause I would not be able to do it without them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let alone have the cosign of like these legendary ass Tucson rappers, you know? So, yeah. Even the pipe. Cosign in the oh, pipe, man. Mm-hmm. You brought Pike bro, out yeah. to help you with the album. Can you talk about that real quick? Bro, hey, uh, well, bro, it's it's so <laughs> funny because um, I'm work, I'm working on some shit right now, and I can't really say much about it. But like, I asked Pike if he wants to be involved with it, <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, I'm done." <laughs> like, like after this album, like, yeah, yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> so I really did bring Pike out of like. I like I I don't know retirement if re- retirement yeah. or, you know what I mean but Pike's a legend man like he is. He, mm-hmm. this this project definitely wouldn't have gone the way it did without Pike so mm. 
Yeah, I mean, it It kind of just happened. It's yeah. another one of those, those things that, like, organically happened. It didn't just, I didn't really, like, I asked him, but he more so took on the role of, like, being very involved with it, mm-hmm. which I was scared to ask of him. I just right. wanted to see if he could help me out. Mm-hmm. But he just ended up, like, pretty much A&Ring the whole shit, awesome. which was, like, amazing. And... Shit, he's he's good for those little ass details that I miss. You know, yeah. like he's good for all that shit. And it and it, I picked that up along the way. So mm. I definitely learned a lot from Pike, just this project alone, let alone like the the while that I've known him. Right. Um That's Pike, so dope. Pike's Pike's a legend, man. Yeah, shout yeah. out Pike, man. Out I know Pike. Pike's watching. He's a Patreon <laughs> as well, so a patron. So shout out Pike one time. <laughs> so speaking of Patreon, if you're not on there, get on there so you can see yes, some sir. behind the scenes of this I'm Manny Meg's ground time interview. Oh. So and Manny's in it too. Yes, sir. So mm-hmm. you know the vibes. <laughs> um I have my question but I lost it. I hate when that happens. What are some things that you want your listeners to take from this album? Mm. <sighs> <laughs> um. Shit. I I don't want it to be like I don't want I like I want them to take what they take. Like I have mm-hmm. no desire for them to for them to be like yeah like this this is how it should make you feel like Mm. i don't make Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to make music like that like i want to make music that like you go home with and you're like what the fuck (laughs) you know and then like days later you're like wait so did this happen because of this or like Mm -hmm. you know like music like that is the best like i don't want them to to really just stay stuck with one feeling or take one thing out of it like and i and i don't want to I don't want to say anything that's going to be like, oh, okay, this is what it means. Right. Because it means what it, whatever you think it means, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, that's like this project. Past projects, it's certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. But this, prog- this project is just, it's what, whatever you feel, whatever you take from it, like, I'm fine with. That's dope. Yeah. I think it's interesting how you approach music as art. A lot of people forget that part about mm-hmm. music and how, you know... You're doing the one-of-one pieces for the merch. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's... I mean, people do it, but nobody's thinking about it in that sense of, like, music can be transcribed into art. Like, you can wear music. Yeah. You could draw music. And I want to know how you got into that frame of mind. Like, how young were you? Or when did you start thinking that way? I, I didn't really... It was never really a time. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, everything I do, I would want to be done from another artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they just never did it, you know, or they did it, but I didn't like how they did it. Mm-hmm. Like that's every, all of my art comes from that feeling of like, Definitely. I want, I wanted it. I wanted Kendrick mm-hmm. to do exclusive shit, but he's such a star that that's not a good that's right. not a good approach for him because you're limiting your your reach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't do that as a superstar. Right. I'm in the stage where I'm completely underground and I'm so underground that like you you have to pay attention yeah. or like you're gonna miss out. Definitely. I 
everything I do is because like I would I would like to see it done. Right. So that's there was never it was never anything I picked up or it was never anything that that all just snapped in at once. Like Mm -hmm. it's all kind of just again just organic shit. Like I I Mm -hmm. never I never planned this out. I was just like one day like and I'm not saying I invented it. Yeah, no. But I did it in my own way. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um and I just did it because I was like, yo, no one's doing this right now. Like, right. No, no, one's, no one in Arizona is, is trying to, pr- like, push the bar of, like, mm-hmm. what you can do as an artist. Yeah. Not just, like, like career-wise or, like, money-wise, mm-hmm. but, like, no one's pulling the art out of music anymore. Like, right. no, no, like everyone drops an album does some t-shirts right maybe some vinyls and that's it mm-hmm. there's no there's there's nothing to take out of it like it used to be with with like it used to be with fucking woo you yeah. know or it used to be with like gang star yep like there was a feeling attached and they did some certain shit that like no one's really done mm-hmm. like that's I'm, I, I just want to bring that feeling back right mm-hmm. you know I think you're executing very well, to be Thank honest you, with you. Like, Thank you. Somebody that grew up in 2000, um, in 2000, I feel, I feel like old, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just trying to show how young I am. Oh, like, yeah, there was no, nobody sure. that's like done that as far mm-hmm. as like artists that I, look, I looked up to, you know what I mean? And being able to be a friend and also like a fan to, to watch you do this stuff and be part of it is like awesome. Like, that's dope, so bro. Dope. Thank you. So kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Are you planning on um, making any more music videos for the album? Oh, there's so much shit coming out. (laughs) Like, it's funny because... It's funny because Prime was, like, rolled out in the way it was rolled out. Mm -hmm. And then after the album came out, it was kind of just like, all right, it's out, Mm -hmm. you know? Because, again, you have to remember that was my first... Like, that was my... Not my first album, but my first time releasing an album with a rollout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never thought there was a post rollout, you know, like I just didn't, I didn't think of that. Like I was like, all right, here's the album. And then I sat there and I was like, fuck, like what's next, what's mm-hmm. next, you know? Right. And I was also in the mind frame of like, I just want to be on another sound. Cause mm. I've been doing this shit for so long. Right. That like, I just want to hop into some other shit. Mm-hmm. This one, like the rollout is like 25% of it. Mm-hmm. The music is 25 and post rollout is 50% of it. Wow. So like, Everything post rollout is about to be just like crazy. Like, can you hint at it? <laughs> I can tell you some shit. Okay. So, I have two more music videos. Nice. Um, and I'm doing a short film. Wow. And then, um, and there may, and I'm not just saying this because like to make it like like serious, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I really mean this. Like, there may or may not be a deluxe version. Oh wow. Um. Just depending on like if my brain is like I can stay stuck with this project or right. not. Because mm-hmm. right now I'm still kind of in that sound, but I could like tomorrow I'll be like, eh, I'm off it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. So I mean, that's and and there's more shit. I can't tell you the rest of the shit. Right. But no, no. That's that's the basis of of what's about to happen. I think that's dope. Cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that felt so fast. Cool. And then as far as music videos go, 
You just dropped Sour Hour mm-hmm. with Cash Lansky. Yes. So that was a very like dark in in color, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dark um music video. So how did that go? How was recording that? Like I know it was probably in the Tucson Mall because the bodega was back there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it it's one of those things, man. Again, yeah. like it just came up. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was just thinking, like, um, what's gonna be like, not the single, but mm-hmm. what's gonna be a song that's gonna give them a taste of what they're about to listen to, you right. know? And for me, Sour Hour was like, to me, it sounded like, excuse me, the most intense intense song mm-hmm. like on the project so i didn't i didn't want to use that as the as the rollout song right but pike being pike <laughs> convinced me like you know there's there's something to that mm-hmm. like, there's an energy of like well you're about to get like a hard ass song that's going to preview you or preview the preview what the album's going to sound like definitely sonically and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be like like the album doesn't have to be full of slappers you know like right. and that that one is for sure like a slapper but mm-hmm. it doesn't it it it, ha, it has no it carries no weight like right. mm-hmm. the album is the album that's it it doesn't lose it doesn't take away from the fact that sour hours on the album right like he had to talk me out of it you know what i mean cuz yeah. cuz i was going to go with a completely different one and i don't know <laughs> if that shit would have worked but um, there's there's some shit on that project. Like, there's some yeah. shit, you know. Definitely. So I feel I'm. This is the first time. Like Prime, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Like my first project, my my first two projects, I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm new. I'm new to this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, they have to. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Like, right. You can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you mm-hmm. can't listen to this shit and avoid it. It's definitely like I've been telling myself every single day lately. Like I'm undeniable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot deny me anymore. I ca- I can't I can't be denied. Right. I work too hard. One, two. Like I don't. I'm not like anyone else. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying I'm not just talking my shit. Like I'm also like yo. Everyone else is their own person. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when that when that when that line hit of Cash saying there's a thousand little you's and only one mm-hmm. of me. That shit just hit my soul. It was just like <laughs> it's so true. Like, mm-hmm. like everyone tries to be on this new wave, you know, mm. and no one's trying to like make shit that's different. Definitely, and it's not hard. That's the crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to be different. It's not hard to come up with with original ideas, like or even ideas that you remix. You right. know, mm-hmm. like. I, I, yeah, that's that's the main that's the main thing right now is Definitely. like I'm undeniable. Like you can't deny me. And with this project, it's like this shit. This shit is crazy, man.